What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. The place where we invite real people to talk about their journey on social media. We'll dig deep into the mindset it takes to be yourself, create massive value, and do it over and over again. This could be the episode that changes your business and life for the better. So let's go. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. I am so pumped because I have, well, she has the greatest background. I hate that that this is audio and you can't see it, but but you'll see images on social because she is she's just a she's a fashionista that that also just happens to be really good at at real estate and and just loving on people and you're incredible at social media. And so Annie, will you will you just quickly introduce yourself and and let people know a little bit about who you are? course first thanks so much i'm so excited to be yeah seeing you. I love seeing your face i'm super excited and thank you for uh, you know number one like just doing this podcast because i i feel like i listen to you every day you're like a daily part of my life just oh, fyi it's like awesome. you and tom ferry and gary vaynerchuk are like, the, are like three people in my life like it's funny and beside my husband of course <laughs> maybe one day um, they'll maybe i'll get to meet them one day I mean, I, listen, I think it's only a matter of time specifically before you're like on Tom Ferry. I think you would be a great person to be on Tom Ferry's podcast. Like I, he's, he's great. And I hear you guys say a lot of the same things. So can you text him? Can you text him and tell him <laughs> to sure, have I'll, me on? I'll text him. He'll be like, sure, <laughs> Danny. <laughs> but thanks so much for having me on here. Like, I'm of course. Excited. Um, so Annie Venerable, Agent Annie, I am a real estate agent in both Northern Kentucky and Cincinnati, Ohio. You know, those two things in this region are like synonymous, right? You say Cincinnati, but you somehow mean like Northern Kentucky also. Um, and I guess I'm going into my like seventh year, um, in real estate, uh, with pivot from the beginning, you know, I love pivot nation. That's the bro- Heck yeah. I'm, I'm here with, uh, in Cincinnati and, uh, it's the best shout out Mark Perkins, shout out Mark Perkins. Like he's, he's the best broker out there. I tell him all the time. He's like an 11, which is awesome. He's an 11 <laughs> all the time, which is a great He's awesome. Broker you want to work with because some days we all feel like a four. And if you just like come in and you're around Mark for like 10 minutes, you leave the day like an eight. <laughs> 100%. And <laughs> Annie, tell people, yeah. <laughs> tell, tell people. So, you know, I, I'm not a numbers guy from a place of, of being braggadocious. And, and I know you're not, you're not a numbers girl like that, but I do like people to understand that, you know, we're not just bullcrapping a conversation about social media. This is real life. And it turns into real dollars. And so can you tell people like what, you know, what your numbers were for 2020 or, or what you're, you, what you've done so far in 2021? Yeah. I mean, I'll just, I'll give you a, a, maybe a difference between like 2019 and 2020. So in 2019, yeah. um, I, I, I think I sold about like 21 units, which whatever, you know, was fine with. And then 2020 came 
and uh, the pandemic happened. And then like in April, we put together this big like 30 day social media stay connected challenge, right? Where it was like every day, 30 days, a schedule, you know, all the ideas like laid out. And I'm telling you that completely transformed my business. I feel like for 2020 and I ended like more than doubling my business from 2019. Wow. So Um, over 40 homes sold in, in 2020. Yeah. And you like you were just, you're always on social media and, and at the end of the show, we're going to, you know, you're going to tell everybody how to follow you because they need to be following you, but take us back. Like, when did you first realize that social media needed to be like a real thing for you? You know, I think it always from the beginning, but it, uh, I didn't, I didn't treat it like part of my business. I always thought it was like this important thing that you needed to do, but I didn't really have a plan for it. Like I didn't understand. I don't think that I needed to plan it. It felt like it was something that needed to be organic or that it wasn't authentic. And like that authenticity part or feeling maybe that it wouldn't be authentic if I didn't, if I had a plan um, kept me from doing that. And that's just so like now looking back on that, it, no, but it's both. Like you need to have a plan so that it actually happens. And having a plan doesn't make it inauthentic because you're still you're still you and you're still doing the things that you're doing and talking about the things that you're talking about. Yeah. So so we we've I've I've never had this conversation with anyone on on the show before. So I'm excited about about what we're what what we're talking about. Explain to us like how do you develop a plan that still remains authentic? Yeah. So I thought about, um, like pillars for me, like, I here's the thing. I, I like to not think like I like to do, I am an executor. (laughs) I like to do and not think. Right. So the more I know, hopefully this doesn't sound stupid, but the more I can sort of turn my brain off and just do things, the happier I am and the better I am uh, like in my business and in my life. And so, um, like I started out with like pillars of ideas, So uh, for me, those ideas are um, like clients, right? They are, and I I try to think about it on this hyper-local scale, right? Because I I live in Northern Kentucky. I live in in these river cities here in Northern Kentucky, and I love it. I love it. It's it's the best place. And so um, I think about like other small business owners. Like I know a lot, a lot of my friends own brick and mortar businesses or own businesses online. Yeah. And so I want to think about them and how can I help them? Um, so I think about that. And then I also, my other pillar I thought about is real estate. Like people have questions. Of I get course. this about, you know, Hey, I've got this situation, you know, someone who lives out of state or something like this thing is going on in my, my real estate transaction. So they ask me questions or like, I was thinking about, you know, flipping homes or, or whatever those questions are. Um, and then like a, I call it like a lifestyle thing. Um, so just things that I buy that I love or things in my life yeah. that I love. So I, I really thought about just like four pillars and then the frequency love it. of those pillars. So if you take like a, you know, a 30 day month and, um, how you break up those pillars into percentage. So will you break yours? Will you, will you extend yours out that far? Like you'll plan 30 days out? Yeah, I have about I have like a six month draft, so I try to draft. Look at you! Look, you are 
an overachiever. Coach Kyle, it's not. It's because I don't want to think about it. Like, of course. I only want to think about it twice a year. I don't want to think about it every month. So I will just put the work in it a little bit longer one time than having to do it every month. Because if I had to do it every month, I would I wouldn't do it. Okay, so you so you will sit down and you will I mean how how much time are you committing to this roughly? I, I, it probably takes me a good like half day, honestly, about four hours. Yeah. Okay. But it's only twice a year. So it's eight hours. Right. Total. Right. And, right. and, and just, so so do you like, do you use a paper calendar or do you use like a Google sheets? Like how do you begin to kind of map out what all those different content and ideas are going to look like? Yeah. So I use a Google sheets. Okay. Uh, so I, I come from like an inventory world. That's what I did before, before I started yeah. selling real estate, I was an inventory manager. And so like numbers and data and all those things, I really like that stuff. And so I use a Google sheets because I, I also want to track how successful things are. Sure. Um, because that's important to me, uh, you know, so that I can repeat the things that work and not repeat the things that don't work. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I use a good, just use a Google sheet. Honestly, it's, it's super simple. Um, it's just super simple. I just put it on there every day and then I look at it every day. And then do you try to, do you try to work all four pillars into every week? Is that, is that the goal? No, I would say like, like 60% is sort of like not real estate related. So it's just, you know, fun things around town. It's my other small business owners it's shout outs. It's those kinds of things. Um, so it's 60%. And then I just divide the other ones up honestly. And then I just count them out and I highlight them in different colors and then I put the ideas in. That's it. And then how do you decide like what's a video, what's a post, what's a yeah. story? Like, do you go into the depth of that detail? I do. I do. And it just, it honestly, you just are a off. machine. I it all it. goes on the sheet. And then guess what? I don't have to think about it. I love I don't it. I have to think about it. I think about it eight hours a year and then I just do it. I, I mean, I it. honestly, like if I, if I tried to do it every month, I feel like it would take me four hours every month because yeah, no, I mean, you're probably right. I mean, cause yeah. once you kind of get into the rhythm, yeah, it just flows out for sure. And there are things that are always going to repeat also. Like I, yeah. I also like to repeat things as long as they're working, I will just do it every, you know, every single month. Like I will sit down and, and meet with a small business owner and talk to them about their business like every single month, because number one, I Love like it. to do it. Um, and, and it, it's fun and I can do it over and over and over again. I mean, there are so many small businesses, you know, in, in the river cities, like I could, I'll never run out of people to meet with. So when, when you look at your calendar, what part of it do you look forward to doing the least? <laughs> of course, it's like the real estate part. Cause listen, real estate is really fun, but like, I don't know. It's like getting mired down in some of the the data on it. I just don't know yeah. um, how much like that data connects with people. I think there are definitely some people who want to know like, oh, how many you know homes are selling in this area and what are they selling for? And like, for instance, I think greater Cincinnati just hit according to our local, um, you know, uh, area board of realtors. Like we just hit our highest average sale, you know. Across oh, wow. The board. 
So, um, you know, for home sales, so stuff like that, I think people are interested in that, but some yeah. of the detail, I, I'm just not sure it, it resonates and it's more fun to talk about other people, honestly, than it is to talk about yeah. like what's going on in my real estate business. Like, so. And so let's, cause you, I, I think you moved out of that role, but you were coaching other realtors inside of pivot for a while. Yes. For and and years. then you've, since then you've moved on to, to, to bigger and, and, and bigger things mm-hmm. uh, inside of the company. And so you've, you've helped dozens of realtors that literally start from zero presence online. Yes. Right. You like, you've even probably worked more than I have in that scenario. And so talk to us about like, what, what do you typically see other realtors struggling with when it comes to social media? I mean, it's the same thing I struggled with in the beginning. It is just fear of judgment. Like we are scared of being judged on everything, like everything, Um, you know, fear being judged about how we look like doing lives, like um, because we've all had this thought of like, oh my God, this person is always online talking about this shape or talking about whatever, you know, like, like we, we all had that thought. And so it's just the fear of being judged. It, that's what we all feel. It, it just is so, like a universal experience, I think. And, and I totally agree with you. I, and I think we, that's all of our greatest struggle. So how did you, you know, hold the hand of those realtors and walk them through getting yeah. over that fear? I mean, I think honestly it helped me because I, it's just like, okay, if I'm going to help people do this, like I have to be able to do it myself. Like they have to see me doing it in order to get to, for them to have the thought, okay, if she can do this, I can do this too. And just, you know, holding, holding their hand a little bit, helping them with their own plan, um, like teaching them how to build a business plan, not just with social media, but encompassing social media as well. And, um, just, you know, cheerleading them on. Like, I, I love to see people like take that first step because that is the hard, it is hard to do. Ooh, yeah. when we met you in San Francisco, <laughs> <laughs> it took me two hours to like work up to making this live video, two hours. I was in my hotel room and I was, I had, a, we had a roommate, Nicole. I was like, okay, Nicole, I have this idea only executable in San Francisco. Cause it was like, well, if I don't do this here, yeah, I'll never have this opportunity to do this. Cause whatever. So, and I would like leave the hotel room and come back. I'm like, damn, I can't do it. She was like, go do it. And I would like leave. I'm like, okay, here I go. I'm going to do it. And I would leave and I would come back. And I'm like, oh my God, it took me two hours to like turn that camera on the first time is so hard. But you did it. Yes. And it does and- easier. It does. It, it, it does get easier. It does. But I, I think the key, like I, the key that I just heard you say, is what what helped the young realtors at Pivot succeed in this is having the encouragement of somebody else. Yes. Because and- this is so like, well, real estate in general can kind of be lonely if you choose for it to be right. Like you can go isolate yourself yeah. and just do your thing, not show up for team meetings, mm-hmm. you know, and. And so if you don't have that person in your corner that's going, what are you talking about? That was great. Yeah. You did a great yeah. job. You looked beautiful. You, you were articulate. And, and I think that's, you know, my greatest successes for, for my clients are 
my literal clients because they get my encouragement all the time. Yes. I love it. I love to see new agents or, you know, experienced agents like trying this new thing. I, it just makes me so happy to see them out there, out there doing it because, you know, that's just a step, right? And if they're willing to take that step, they're going to be willing to take other steps and being successful in real estate is just about being uncomfortable and letting and working through the uncomfortable because it is so uncomfortable for a long, long time. And just not being focused on that end goal. Like I tell people still, I'm like, just keep stacking chips. Like that's what it is. Keep stacking chips. Stack them up. It's just a chip. I love that. Like We're not worried about the end result. That's not even what we care about. Just do the work and let that work be the reward. Like just do it. I love that. Like that's the chip. That's what you want. That's so good. Yeah. And I also, sorry. No, go ahead. I also try to communicate to them that like creativity, the idea of creativity is bullshit. Because people think, oh, I'm not a, it is, it totally is like, no, I get it. <laughs> I just love that. You know, you're just dropping bombs on, on the podcast. <laughs> it's like, so uh, you know, people think, oh, I'm not a creative person. I can't come up with these ideas. Yeah. I'm not a creative person. Everyone is a creative person at some point, either someone told us we weren't, or we decided we weren't, but everyone right. is creative. Everyone. So yeah, I think that idea of like, yeah. I'm not a creative. So good. Well, and because in our minds, it's like for me, when I think creative, like I think of someone that can do what your background looks like. Or like, right? Like that's uber, that's uber creative and fun. But then other people are going to look at my background, which I think is kind of crappy. I love it. But (laughs) that's going to be better than they could ever think about doing. And then my wife came through and she rainbowed out my books. Did you see see that? that? She put a little plan there. <laughs> you know, and so it, it, the the cool part about creativity is your level of creativity, whatever that is, is going to attract people probably at that same level of creativity. So it's not like your creative level is unattractive. There's right. all different levels of it and all different forms and shapes of it. And and so I love that to to not let that be the scapegoat. Exactly. Like, don't let like, well, but like, I can't do it like Annie. So I'm not going to do it. Exactly. Don't let that be a barrier for you of like, no, not believing you're a creative person because everyone is, everyone is 100%. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about, because you do a lot of interviews and, and I'm, I'm huge on interviews. I try to get people to do interviews, but sometimes you interview a dud. Right. Sometimes we get people on the other side that aren't as charismatic as us that that aren't full of energy. So talk to us about how, you know, when when you're reaching out to people through the city to try to, you know, put them in front of more people, but they're just not great on camera. Like, what have you kind of found helps you overcome those situations? You know, keep that from being just a complete wasted opportunity. Yeah, I think some of that comes from uh, a little bit of knowing, you know, ha- having a conversation with the person before before you go and sort of do it on camera or whatever. I mean, um, because you're gonna get it, you're gonna get an idea, especially if it's not someone you know you've met before. Because yeah, I, I, you know, I don't not I not only want to talk to these people about their business, like I genuinely want 
to know them, you know, like yeah. I'm interested in, in what they're doing. And I like, I've gotten some of the best advice for my own career from these other entrepreneurs. Like, don't forget these people are also building a business of their own. Like it yeah. might be Heck yeah. know, a, a brick and mortar selling coffee or whatever, but it's, it's essentially the, the rules are a little bit the same, you know? So, so I think some of it comes from sort of knowing that beforehand um, and just having a little bit of a plan, because if you have a conversation, let's say you sit down, you have coffee with them before, before, like try to learn like what they're passionate about, because once you start talking about the thing that they're passionate yeah. about, hopefully that's their business. Like, it, yeah, there, there's a lot of conversation that happens then, you know, that's so good. So good. And guys, it's huge. Build, build rapport with people before you just throw them on camera and yeah, just feel hope that it's good. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, think about it. We feel awkward on camera. We pro- they may have never been on oh, camera like this, you know, so no doubt expectation going forward. Like I, I try not to keep people on camera like too long. So we do a lot of like B roll kind of stuff. Um, okay. Because people don't feel happy. Like, <laughs> you know, like overall, yeah. we're just like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah and that's like that's okay so but 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 that's so that that's great advice so guys if if you're in an interview situation where you know maybe like they don't know how to smile they don't know how to look at the camera like physically they're weird (laughs) you can you can record b-roll right because their audio will still be solid hopefully and so that's a great way to overcome some of that which is to throw in some b-roll and let the audio really do the work. And it, that's a, that's a, that's a smart little tip to, even, to help people be better at video. You know, even if I'm going to use a ton of it, I'll still like tell them like, Hey, you probably won't even be on camera that much. Like, don't even worry about it. You know, we're going to get a lot of yeah. people. It's going to be just mostly your audio or, uh, you smart. know, gonna, yeah, just try to relax them. Like I, I'm a pretty open person. So if I try to connect with, someone I usually can get them to relax, but. And that's a huge, you know, another big piece to this is your countenance affects them. And so you've got to be fun and this is going to be so easy and you're going to do great. Like you've got to kind of turn the coach, the coaching part of you on in those moments, which I think a lot of realtors struggle with because they're already so scared to death. And now we're expecting them to go lead somebody else. Yes. I, and and I so mean, this, this takes a lot of work. And you know, I mean, then that conversation is then becomes like, okay, we're going to do this together. Like, you know, I probably like I'm new at this too. So we're just going to go in it together. We'll just be a hot mess together. You know what I mean? And that's a conversation like depending <laughs> on who this person is. Like you can have that, that conversation. I think that's great. As, you know, especially like with clients, like um, I'm getting ready to, do like a whole series with my past clients. Um, and so I'm really excited about that. Like we're going to go to the house it. and like, like I cannot wait. Oh my so, gosh. So fun. Um, yes. It's going to be so, so much fun. So just getting to connect. So, so tell me Annie, you know, cause you've done tons of video yes. and when we do tons of video, some of them are awesome and some of them suck. What, what is a video or, or maybe it's a topic that in your head you were like, oh, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> but then when you did it, it was just like, wah, wah. 
Oh my like, god! Can you recall? Yeah, uh, a certain video that that, that happened on. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, I was online talking about so um, a friend of mine gave me this idea. A client. Um, we were. I don't even know how we got on the subject, but he started talking about his name's Tony, and he started talking about future Tony and like how he lives his life taking care okay. of future Tony, like he does the dishes at night to take care of future Tony. And I was like, I love that idea because it's so much easier for us to do things for other people. And so if we think about our future self as a separate person, I feel like we were like, we're much more apt to do something for someone else than we are for ourselves. Sure. Yeah. Annie as this other person, I'm more like apt to do the thing that needs to be done, like the dishes or make the bed or whatever. And so I was online talking about it and it was just so dumb. Like it was so dumb. And, <laughs> you know, sometimes I think I should make notes like I, and I should, and I don't and sure. I get totally sidetracked, especially on that one. I was like, this is horrible, but I'm just going to leave it up here. I'm not going to delete it. <laughs> well, that sounds like, like the, the way idea, you explained right? it on here was really great. So not explain it as well. maybe it's worth kind of re addressing that topic and doing, doing it again. Maybe because the idea really is good. It know? is. It is good. I love that. That's that. a mm-hmm. serving our future selves. Yes. And thinking about them as a separate person, because we're yeah. so much more willing to do something for someone else than we are for ourselves sometimes. And, and that's great advice for social media. Mm hmm. Right, like if you get caught up in, well, is this video going to help me get a buyer today? Like if that's the mindset, you're most likely never going to do it. Yeah. Because you're probably not going to get a buyer today. Because you're But if you're in the mindset of, but how can I serve my future self a month from now, then it it'll it would keep you more encouraged I think to do that video today. And um, I don't, I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember who, honestly, it was either Tom Ferry or Gary Vaynerchuk or one of those guys. I can't remember, but uh, I like to listen specifically to other agents in whatever marketplace they're working in. Cause I, I get a lot of great ideas from them. Yeah. And she, I want to say it was like in Arizona. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, she said, I treat social media like the TV show and not the commercial. And I was like, yes, ma'am. I love it. Like it was like one of those like slap yeah. kind of moments. I'm like, exactly. Because what do we do with commercials? We skip them. Like yep. we don't watch them. We don't care about them unless they're Super Bowl commercials. And not everybody is going to like create a Super Bowl commercial. You know, let's be honest. And even then we care about those once. Exactly. Exactly. But sort of thinking about That's it great. As, as the TV show itself. Um, yeah, I love that TV show, not the commercial. Mm-hmm. And so as, as we're, as we're getting better at all this stuff, you know, you, I'm assuming that you have a lot of tools that you use. There's apps that you use, right. To, to help this be easier. What, what are your, what are your favorite tools that you're using right now to yeah. just help you be more organized, help you do better video? What, what are they? Uh, you know, obviously I use my calendar a ton. It is so filled up with stuff, things I want. I, it, even if I have a reminder, like, oh, go and read about this thing, go and watch this podcast, go and watch this thing. Like I will put time on my calendar for it because if it's not on there, it doesn't happen for me. 
Um, Google Sheets, you know, I use um, just if I'm depending on the type of video that I'm making, like I do use, you know, Adobe Premiere. Those are not hard to learn and they're they're not expensive. Although if someone wants to buy something less expensive, there's one called Movavi Video that is super easy to use if you're making like, you know, an edited video and not just like a live video or whatever. Um, On your phone, there's one called InShot. I really like InShot. Yes, love it. Um, For photos, I love Snapseed. Love Snapseed if I'm going to be, you know, making photos look prettier and things like that. Um, That's my favorite one too. Yes, it's so good. It's so good, isn't it? Um, I'm like, where is my phone? Let's see. (laughs) What do we got? And what's what's your like tripod of choice for doing videos? Um, I like the Joby one. Yeah. It's called? Yeah. I, I, the one I like that, that the legs can like yeah. wrap around stuff. Yeah. So that if I'm like out, you know, out somewhere, like I can, I yeah. can usually get it to, to stand up straight. So um, that's a great one. Kitchen. Yeah. I like that one. You know, I, I left my favorite tripod in y'all's podcast room. We did. I'm like, and <laughs> now, well, Mark's already using it. So he called me the other day and he's like, guess what, bro? I'm using your tripod and it's incredible. It's called a switch pod. Switch pod. So, so it's cool because you can hold it like a, like, so if you just want to get a little bit of an extension of the video view, but then the blades flip out into a tripod that, so then you can set it down. See, I, it's I super cool. Like uh, so feel free to go take it from a road trip, and I'm going to take a ton of video. So I need something good. <laughs> yes, you do. So my, my last thing, and then I'll let you go. Cause I know you're super busy. A lot of agents listen to this podcast that they're either brand new to the industry or they're not brand new to the industry, but they're brand new to social media. If, if that person's listening and they're just, they're overwhelmed they're, they hear you talk about a six month calendar and they're like, girl, you don't, you, you have no idea. Like, I'm not like what, what's your one piece of advice for them today? My one piece of advice would be to remember that a plan does not make it inauthentic. And so don't get sucked into that trap. Um, and, and to, if it, I'm not asking anyone to make a six month calendar. I, I get it. Like, um, but how about like a week, like just make yeah. a plan, make a plan and see if you can execute all the things on that one week. And if you can yeah. then build it out for two weeks and if that that. Works, then build it out for three weeks. Like, yeah. um, because if it is not planned, it is so less likely to happen. Yep. Um, it's just, you know, we, you talk about like top of mind, like I have top of mind for the things that I need to capture or do. It's just, it's just, you know, we talk prospecting, right? Like yeah, anything will work. That's what we talk about all the time. Like anything you want to do will work. If you want to be a door knocker, go and do it and just do it yep. hard and have a plan for it. You're going to go out for this many hours to this neighborhood on this day. And this is what you're going to say. And this is what you have to take with you. Um, if you use Red X, like this is my plan for Red X, I'm going to sign up for expireds. I'm going to call 300 every day, you know, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or every day of the week. Like we have a plan for all these other prospecting tools. I don't know why we don't treat social media the same way. Yeah. Um, 
because it's so awesome. good to connect with people. It's so much fun. Like it's a, definitely the, you don't even think about it as prospecting, honestly. Right. Well, and, and I'm going to call you later this week and pick your brain even further about your calendar. Okay. Uh, listen, I'll, we'll share it so, with you. I'll be happy to. Because I want to, I want to, I want to peek behind the curtain. Okay. And, and see that because I've, I've personally always struggled with feeling like planning was inauthentic for me, mm-hmm. right? Not, I don't, I don't teach that planning is inauthentic, but I've just always personally struggled with, with that. Mm-hmm. So I don't plan anything. Oh my gosh. Which people think is crazy. You think about it all the time. <laughs> Well, and you know, and maybe I'm unique in just like as a like because I used to be a pastor, I'm good at speaking. Yeah. And and I can come up with topics on the fly. And so I've just never been a planner. But but as I've just as I've heard you talk through this episode, I'm like, dude, quit being stupid and be a better planner. So yeah. I'm gonna work I on just, getting better for that myself. It's like here's what you know. Depend where where somebody like in their career. Here's what I know. Like I'm at a certain point in my career, and what has gotten me here is not going to get me there. Yeah. And so I got to figure out good. how am I going to get there? You know, and yeah. part of that is having a plan to get there. So it's huge. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Annie, you you are a wealth of knowledge. Ah. <laughs> you are a wealth of knowledge. So how well, do people connect? Funded. If, if somebody wants to connect with you and, you know, follow what you do, you know, be inspired by, by the things that you've got going on in your life, what, what's the best way for them to connect to you? So yeah, on Facebook, they can find me just at Annie Venerable, you know, like like complicated last name. Uh, We'll have the link in the, in the show notes. (laughs) But if they go really to like any social media, if they just search the hashtag agent Annie, they will find me there. Agent Annie. (laughs) I love it. Well, hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. for coming on. Thank you so much for being part of our lives. Like we all, you know, here at Pivot, we just absolutely adore you. Um, and we just thank you. I adore you guys. Again, every day. Well, this has been a great episode. We might even have to do a follow-up episode and just dig even. We're just going to call it the calendar episode. Okay. Where, where we just dig deep into the calendar. But guys, thank you so much for, for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. We'll be on again real soon with another super cool person with an even cooler story. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If this episode made an impact, please consider subscribing, leaving a review, and talking about it on social media. Go make a difference, and we'll see you soon.